Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Linestar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar MLB, and download the wonderful app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You will not regret it. It helps you build your lineups, get all the info you need to dominate night-to-night, day-to-day, whatever sport you're playing, they got you covered there. I'm on Twitter at BDentric. My co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? Well, Diamondbacks extended that road losing streak to 14 games tonight, so uh, not a surprise. But uh, they, you know what? In a loss, they still had a better night than Bob Brenly. I'll tell you that much. But yes, um, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, Salvi went yard twice. How about that? Get back on track. I'm gonna. I, I got to get it again tonight to make a streak out of it. So yes, let's yes. go. I was happy was about that. Yeah, it was beautiful. There's some good stuff. You know, we nailed. We nailed the Royals twins. We got the uh, the Brewers. Even the D-backs, they put up a lot of fantasy points. So that was big. Uh, Casey Mize, nice punt pitching play there. Darvish and Lynn did their thing. Overall, it was a pretty good night for those that hopefully listened and paid attention to the Alliance Star podcast. But we're not going to go too much longer here because we have 15 games, an entire slate. Every Major League Baseball team is playing on Friday night. Weather-wise, I think we're going to be okay. It's raining in Boston and New York before the game, and then like it sprinkles a little early, and it kind of dies down as the night goes on. Maybe a late start. I think we're going to be okay there. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Washington, Philadelphia, about 15% chance of rain. I'd imagine we're okay there, too. Other than that, it's just wind here and there, nothing too crazy. Knock on wood, we're going to be I good like with that. baseball. So yeah. we might have 15 games, which is going to make for some fun lineup building. Let's kick it off with Boston and New York. You know it'll be a four-and-a-half to five-hour baseball game because that's how they mm-hmm. roll. And um, we don't have a total for this one yet because we have like no totals. This is weird. A lot of pitching situations. I'm not, I'm not even going to give the totals, but like, we have like six out of the 15. Um, so Boston at New York, Eovaldi King. King's usually just an opener for a bullpen game. So keep that in mind. But Eovaldi's 8,573 DK and FanDuel. Uh, any interest on the pitching or is it all bats for you, Bugs? It is all bats. And weirdly, you know, on this schedule tonight, it is. There's a lot of pitching to go through, of course, because there's 15 games. But surprisingly, there's a lot of these games where I look and I just go, nope, 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 nope. So there's a ton of bats to pick through. And this is one of those games. I mean, just PVB data, Stanton, three for 10 with two doubles. Off of Evaldi, three for seven for Urshela with a double and a homer. Two for four for Frazier with two doubles and a homer. So three of his four hits have gone for extra bases. And he's cheap, 24 and 23. Should he be in the lineup? Uh, but you know, there's hot hitters on both sides uh, of this game, too. Renfro, Verdugo, Devers, Vasquez, Martinez, Dahlbeck have all been hitting. And uh, Andy War and Odor uh, ha- have been hitting as well. So um, that it, this, this is a lot of bats in this game. Anybody's pretty much playable here. Yeah, and they're not too expensive like usual, which is really, really nice on both sides. So you can stack up Boston and New York, and it on paper should be an offensive bonanza, barring the weather situation there. So if you want to get at it, get at it. I have no problem with that at all. If you want to get different, uh, Andujar has been heating up when deep again on Thursday, basically free. 
You look that realm, uh, maybe Bobby Dahlbeck runs into one. I'm just talking about value plays here because you know the usual suspects. Uh, and to me, Gio Yershilla hitting cleanup at 36 on DK and 25 on FanDuel is still way too cheap if you're playing yeah. that situation. So lots to like in that game. Lots and lots to like. Lots of value. So that'll be a fun one to stack up or even make mini stacks and kind of get some exposure to the game even if you don't want to go all in on the game. All right, Cleveland at Baltimore. Mejia versus Aiken. Both are basically bullpen games so what bats do you like on this one because you know the cleveland lets us down but it's a good matchup for them and baltimore's kind of streaky so any any bats interest you here yeah a couple i mean mullins at four and 31 it may be a little pricey mount castle 33 and 27 isn't a bad price but harold ramirez has been hitting if he's in the lineup 33 and 25 i mean if we're just we kind of have to pick and hunt through some of these cheaper bats in these games because there's so many good bats you're probably going to need to pay up for them uh i think harold ramirez could be a decent one but i mean if you want to throw out jose if you want to throw out trey you know if you want to throw out eddie rosario all of that makes sense yeah yeah i love the mullins call i'm like i'm a sucker for mullins and santander because santander still cheap and hits like third or fourth uh mount castle's been actually raking right now so you might want to ride that hot streak out where you can same with uh dj stewart so the orioles another cheap cheap stack if you want to attack Mejia and the Cleveland bullpen, not always the, their bullpen's kind of iffy. So I'll, I'll say that much. But the Baltimore bats are intriguing. Nice I love the Her- I love the Harold Ramirez call. I think that's a great call. So that's definitely one value wise I, I like a lot because he's been swinging it very well in the middle of that Cleveland order. If Cleveland goes off, he should be quite productive. So I like that one a lot. The Miami Marlins at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Potite sixty six hundred on DK sixty nine on Fanduel versus Mitch Keller at fifty six on DK. Still waiting on that Fanduel price. Um, we're going to need to find cheap pitching, at least SP2s potentially on DraftKings. I kind of like, I can see arguments for both, but right. I like Poteet better than Keller. Yeah, he's a borderline. Uh, Keller also a borderline, yep. but I, I think I would prefer Keller, but he hasn't gone over 5.2 innings in a game yet. So that's a little dicey, but I don't know. You know, you, you can pick a bat here, maybe, you know, Jose Devers is cheap, and he's been hitting a little bit if he's even in the lineup. Uh, Adam Frazier leads the league in hits, 39 and 3,000. Um, Michael Perez has been hitting a little bit if you have to have a catcher, and he is playing. Garrett Cooper has been good, but he's priced up. Aguilar still priced up and not been hitting. So uh, I don't know. Uh, not a lot to pick from in this game. I don't really like it. It's one of those, if you're making a lot of lineups, your angle with Miami is if Keller's off at all, which it's like 50-50, He's a very heavy pitch to contact guy, and that's why he gets in trouble. If somehow he's got the movement working, he'll get strikeouts and he's fine. It literally is 50 50 with Mitch Keller. So if you want, like if you're making a ton of lineups, a little Miami action, sure, I get it. Garrett Cooper, he's 41 on DK, like you said, but 23 on Fandle is pretty, pretty nice. So don't mind that at all. Um, Pittsburgh side of things is pretty much always just Adam Frazier, Brian Reynolds for me, maybe some Gregory Polanco if you want another value bat. But Reynolds went deep again on Thursday. He's quietly heating up in the power department. So those would be the kind of guys I'm looking at there. It's just tough to stack those two teams when they're not that good. So this <laughs> is tricky, but you never know. If you want to pay up for two pitchers, we've already talked about a ton of value, and it's only like three games into this 15-game slate. Uh, Washington at Philadelphia, pitching duel. Scherzer, 11-4 on DK, 11-2 on Fandle. Wheeler, 10-7 on DK, 11-5 on Fandle. Wheeler is more than Scherzer on Fandle, 700 cheaper on DK, I like both these guys. I like the savings on Wheeler on DK. I, they're both great plays to me. Yeah, I mean, Wheeler's coming off career-high 14 strikeouts in his last start. So 
um, you know, he's obviously in play. Washington hasn't been hitting that well either. I mean, if you wanted to throw Sosa out, there, there's some decent PVB data. I mean, you know, just because some of these guys have been around forever, like Wheeler, he's 30. Uh, Zimmerman, 10 for 33 against him uh, with two homers and a double. Uh, Trey Turner, 9 for 31 with a homer and a double. 5 for 16 for Robles. 10 for 31 for Castro. 3 for 9 for Bell. So if you want to mess with those guys, fine. I'm going to pick a pitcher in, in this game. I'm probably going to go with Wheeler uh, because Washington hasn't been hitting well recently. Uh, but Either one is in play, of course, but they're they are expensive, so you got to pair them with a cheap option. Yeah, they're both expensive. I, I'm with you on Wheeler over Scherzer, but it's like one A, one B. These are the two top guys on the slate, price wise, for a reason. Both phenomenal options. Um, I'm probably going to avoid the bats for the most part, unless you kind of want to have one offs here and there because Soto's kind of heating up. But he's expensive. You know, Odubel Herrera could run. We know a Scherzer. He'll probably give up a couple solo homers. That's just right. what he's going to do. So if you want to pick like a one-off, like you mentioned, Brad Miller's had success. Odubel Herrera's had success. They're both very cheap, especially Odubel, 3,200 on DK, 27 on FanDuel. You can go that realm with like a one-off situation. Other than that, yeah, it's it's respect the pitching. Probably look elsewhere on that one. Houston at Toronto, Granky Ryu in Buffalo, New York. Granky 87 on DK, 82 on FanDuel. Ryu, 10-2 on DK, 92 on FanDuel. Uh, you know my theory on Granky Bogman. I'm usually a Ryu fan. I respect the the Astros enough that I'm going to pass on him tonight. Yeah, this is a I don't want to mess with the pitching because the hitting is good game. You know, even if uh, Granky's been better recently, three of his last four have been quality, uh, and Ryu has been good too. But just there's too much hitting in this game. Stick with the bats. Stick with paying up for Bobuchet or Vlad Jr. or Grichik, who's been Grichik is twenty eight hundred. On FanDuel, that is a great value. Go get him there. Um, you know, uh, so Joe Panic's been hitting and he's cheap and in the middle of that great lineup. So uh Tucker is warming up and he's still cheap at 35 and 33. You almost have to put him in your lineup at that price. So um, yeah, stick stick with bats in this game and uh ignore the pitching is what I would say. Yeah, that Guriel at 25 and Grichik at 28, both on FanDuel are some very nice values for a piece of a a very, very potent offense. So I'm always a team stack the Blue Jays if you can. I just love this offense because it can go off against any pitcher. They're that good. It really doesn't matter, especially in that ballpark. So if you want to have some some Toronto action, I man, it's not like a must stack because Granky he can pull a magician. You never know. He can play magic out there. But uh, I, I do like Toronto as usual in this situation. And then the, the Toronto blue bullpen's been bad. So I could see some bring back with the Astros if you're really – Feeling frisky. Uh, Dodgers at the Braves. Julio Urias versus Ian Anderson. Urias, 11,000 on DK, not on FanDuel yet. Anderson, 10-9 on DK, not on FanDuel yet. I like both these guys. I'm not paying 11,000 for Urias. And on this slate, I'm really not paying 10-9 for Anderson when I have Wheeler at uh, 10-7. Yeah, same for me. I, you know, Urias wasn't great last time out against San Francisco, but he's been good. So if you wanted to pay for him, I understand it. I'm not going with Ian Anderson against the Dodgers lineup. So it's bats in this game. Um, you know, if you want to play Acuna or Albies, Contreras, uh, you, you've you been talking about how Riley's been hitting. Of course, he didn't hit a homer when I picked him, but, you know, I'm not going to hold that against him. Um, Max Muncy, Matt Beatty, who you called out yesterday, and then he hit a homer. Uh, Chris Taylor has been good, and Justin Turner. If Those are the bats I'm interested in here, but um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to pay for Urias, and I'm definitely not paying for Anderson on this slate. 
Yeah, it's tough to also pay for bats because these pitchers are good enough. If I had to, I'd like the brave side of things, obviously. Like you mentioned, some of those guys, Acuna, Riley, even Albies hits um, lefties just fine. It's just your ice is just good enough to make it a troublesome situation, it feels like. So probably just overall pass on this one and uh, see where things take me. Like it's a 15-game slate, so you don't have to get a piece of every pie. Like there's going to be something that happens that you're just not on. That's It's 15 games. Just hope right. for what you're on works out well. That's all you can really hope for. Unless you're making 150 lineups, you're going to miss something <laughs> on a 15-game slate more often than not. Um, Tampa Bay at Texas. You got Fleming, 6,000 on DK67 on FanDuel. Kyle Gibson coming back from the IL at 76 on DK. Fleming's interesting. Just doesn't always go deep into games. He has to be super efficient. But Gibson at 76. I know Tampa Bay swinging it well. There's not a lot of cheap options, and I'm kind of intrigued here. Yeah, a nine quality starts in a row for Kyle Gibson. So uh, I think he's got to be in play. As well are some of the bats here for Texas. Gallo Garcia, you know, Meadows has been hitting. So if you don't play Gibson, Meadows is one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. So uh, 59 and 4,300 for him. Kiermaier's been hitting a little uh, too. So uh, not a ton in this game that I like, but Gibson is one of them. And then, you know, Garcia uh, st- still priced up, but probably still not enough, even at uh, 46 and 39. Probably not enough for him. Yeah, it's uh, Tampa Bay's bats are coming alive. They're definitely coming alive. So if you want to attack Gibson and hope you get the bad Gibson, that's fine. But he was pitching outstanding before going on the IL. I kind of see him picking up where he left off. We'll see. But if you're not using Gibson and you just want a one off, Austin Meadows, like you said, is very expensive, but worth every penny right now. He is absolutely locked in. So I'm totally good with an Austin Meadows one-off if uh, that's the angle you want to go on this slate. Now we get to some more fun. We've got Arizona and Mr. Peacock versus Milwaukee and Mr. Peralta. Peacock 6,400 on both sides. Peralta 10-4 on DK, not on FanDuel. I think if you want to pivot off of Wheeler, Peralta is a phenomenal pivot at his price point. Because like, people yeah. are gonna, I think people are going to go to Wheeler, get a $300 discount at a very talented Peralta in this one. Yeah, the D-backs are hitting better right now, but Peralta is just always in play. You know, so especially against a struggling lineup in the Diamondbacks. And, you know, they just lost again. They lost a ton on the road. So uh, this may, you know, the road trip may start getting to them again. And wouldn't be surprised if it started here. So, uh, so yeah, he's got to be in play. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And then on the flip side, let me attack Peacock as often as possible. (laughs) There's not a lot to attack him with. I mean, Yelich is warming up a little bit, so if you wanted to pay for him, fine. Willie Domus, 39 and 24. Avisale is a good price at 39 and 3,000. Luis Urias went yard twice uh, on Thursday, 34 and 23. So uh, those are the options. Outside of that, I really don't want anybody. Yeah, and, and Urias, uh, he came in because Colton Long left injured, so he wasn't even in the starting lineup, and then he went off. So, yeah, and then Vogelbox, if you're stacking, only if you're stacking, he's like 2800 bucks on DK and basically free on Vandal. There you go. So one other guy, if you feel uh, the need to go full, Milwaukee Brewers. Detroit at the Chicago White Sox, Spencer Turnbull, Dallas Keuchel, $8,300 for Turnbull on DK, 8000 on Fanduel, Keuchel, 68 and 67 I do like me some Turnbull in this one as a contrarian play. We saw what Casey Mize did to Chicago. We talked about it. Turnbull has been just as good, if not potentially better, than Casey Mize. Um, and I, I think he's very, very much in play on this slate as a nice contrarian option. He he is. Uh, it, he is a contrarian option. We're going to have a guy 
later that is cheaper than him and I think a better option, but I do like him here. I mean, before his last start against the Yankees, he had three quality starts in a row, and he missed the one against the Yankees by one out. So he has been very, very good. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, for me, I mean, I'm never going to play Keuchel, so I think for the most part, I am avoiding this game overall. So uh, probably not going to do too much with the bats. There's PVB data against Turnbull, but he's a different pitcher now, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you can count. Not huge sample sizes against him any anyway. It's like five, three for five for Moncada, three for seven for Abreu, and two for seven with Anderson for with a bomb. But uh, I'm not really interested in much in this game at all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. I like Turnbull quite a bit. It's just depends. If you want to hope Chicago wakes up, fine. There's tons of options. Moncada's on fire. Jake Lamb's hitting homers. You mentioned Billy Hamilton. Like, there's options, but I pretty much Jake like Turnbull. Lamb. Yeah, and he's, he's Jake Lamb like, is hitting homers, and it's he like homer what year on is Thursday. It? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, when I had my big win about three or four years ago when he's at the D-backs, he went yard against the Dodgers. I remember it as clear as day, and um, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a big, big reason I took that one down. So. Always has a little place in my heart, Mr. Jake Lamb. <laughs> um, Minnesota at Kansas City, Shoemaker, Brad Keller on this one. Shoemaker, yeah, it doesn't matter. Keller's 55, <laughs> though, and he's actually been decent. I'll give him that much. And Minnesota's bats, wishy-washy. I don't think I'm going to go to Brad Keller, but if you're desperate and you're, yeah, you're like desperate, let me define desperate, Keller's actually not horrible at 55. You can't be desperate in a 15-game slate. So no, that's uh, true. I, I just wrote nope on Keller and not enough K upside for Shoemaker. So that, too much that, contact with Shoemaker. That's what I got for these guys. Look, Salvi's going to be in play again, especially on FanDuel. I know you don't have to play a catcher, but he's only 3000 bucks. He just went yard twice. Uh, he's nine for 15 against Shoemaker in his career with three doubles and two homers. So uh, he's going to be right back at it. Um, outside of that, you know, Benny is picking it up 39 and 29 for Benintendi. Uh, Donaldson went yard twice on Thursday, 46 and 3000. So there's some bats to play, but I don't want to mess with the pitchers. Yeah, it could be definitely another game stack with the righty on the mound. It opens up the very cheap Trevor Larnack again, a very affordable Alex Kirilov again. So there's a lot to like on both sides of this game. I prefer the Kansas City side just because Shoemaker legit is a pitch to contact guy. He's not striking anybody out. So tons of balls in play, but I don't hate bringing some back with some Minnesota action, especially some of the cheaper pieces in that lineup. Um, Cincinnati at St. Louis. It's rivalry weekend, folks. Um, Castillo, Kim. I think I want bats, Bogman. Yeah. Uh, stack, it hurts. Stack, it, hurts stack. it hurts to not even like try to argue for Castillo anymore. It's just like I can't do it. He's been better recently, but I'm not. No, I'm not going to put him out there against the Cardinals. Uh, yep. So uh, no, thank you. And there's good PVB data against him on the Cardinals. Three for four uh, for Carlson against him with a bomb. Six for 22 for Carpenter with a double and two bombs. Uh, four for nine for Arenado. A six for 16 for Edmund. So these guys hit him anyway when he's pitching well, and he's not pitching well right now. So on the uh, the Cincinnati side, we have Barnhart is eight for 18 against Kim with two homers and a triple eight for 25 for Suarez. That's still 320 with a triple and a, a double three for 11 for Winker with a bomb against him as well. And then other guys are, are hitting, you know, Tyler Naquin starting to pick it up again. And he's 31 on DK, actually cheaper on DK than FanDuel, 34 over there. India's 28 and 23. He's picking it up again. Cassiano's always expensive, but for some reason, cheaper on DK than FanDuel, 4,000 on DK, 41 on FanDuel. So that's weird. And Tyler O'Neill has been hitting for a while at 42 and 3,400. So this is a stack bats game to me. 
yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I could definitely see that. And um, DK is still, at least DK is, still pricing the Cardinals as if Luis Castillo is good because they're all discounted from uh, Thursday night's game. Like Edmund was 5,000, so now he's 44. He's playing great. You mentioned the BVP data. He's getting on and stealing bags. Like I don't mind I don't mind the game stack here, as you mentioned, um, both sides of the spectrum here. Kim's been decent enough, but like India's been swinging, like you mentioned, nice value. Uh, you can bring Casty and some other guys. I still like Winker, even though the lefty-lefty matchup, I don't care. He's swinging it that well. So definitely a game that we could uh, pencil in some fun. And Carlson's still very cheap, so don't, don't sleep on that. All right, Coors Field. Oakland <laughs> at Colorado, Montas Gray. On Fanduel, they're priced appropriately at seven thousand and sixty-five. On DK, though, somehow Montas is ninety-nine and Gray is nine thousand, and we're in Coors Field. Do not play them, period. But definitely don't play them on DK at those price points. Play the bats, everybody. Yeah, look, I'll say this: Montas has strung together some good starts recently. He might be the ultimate contrarian play, but once again, as we've already mentioned, it's fifteen games. There's no need for many contrarian plays today. So if you want to do it on Fanduel, I'm okay. I'm not paying 99 on DK. You're you're you should be able to find somebody you like and not not yeah. play contrarian because of ownership numbers. So uh, I'm just gonna pass on both of those guys, like you said, and stick with the bats. Uh, the bats in this game. Look, uh, Charlie Blackman's three for six against Montas, so hitting 500 against him. Other than that, uh, on the Oakland side, Olsen's been hitting well. Kemp has been going crazy, 31 and 3,000. He's still not. Price appropriately. Piscotti's been hitting a little bit cheaper on DK than Fanduel, two thousand to three thousand. Uh, Moreland, thirty-two and thirty-three. Another guy that's cheaper on DK than he is in Fanduel. And Daza is really the only guy that's been hitting for Colorado. There's not. You like the bats, but there's not a lot of bats to pick through in this game. Yeah, and the worst part is like when I first looked at pricing tonight. got banged up tonight too. So yeah, and, and when I first looked at pricing tonight, I was like, "Sweet, Mitch Moreland is cheap." Then I'm like, "Oh, that's right, we don't have a universal DH." So it'd be nice if they put him in the outfield. Just like do it. I don't care. Sacrifice the defense. He's too cheap, and in, in Coors, I'm in. But um, yeah, I love Olson. The A's is the side I like, but don't sleep on Colorado. There's definitely value to be had in this one. Uh, Seattle at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It's not going to be Justin Dunn. Because he's on the IL. So that is not happening. We'll have to wait and see who pitches for Seattle. But you do have Shohei Otani against Los Angeles Angels. 76 on DK, 95 on Fandle. Fandle always prices Otani appropriately. DK, not so much. We know my stance on, on Otani on DK. I'll play him in a tournament as an SP2 all day because his ceiling is ace SP1 level. We just some starts, he doesn't go deep. You just don't know. So it's the risk you take with Otani. But I will take it many times, especially against the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, that's the guy I was talking about earlier. It's Otani. Yeah. So I figured I had him written uh, down right next to each other. So I had a feeling that's who you're talking about. At at this price at seventy six hundred, you you almost have to play him in DK. Yeah. You you go with two pitchers. You got to throw him out there against Seattle. They're hitting a little better. You know, Jake Fraley went yard for the first time in his career the other day. Taylor Chamel was on base as well. So was Cal, uh, Kalanick. So uh, the young guys are starting to pick it up a little bit for Seattle, which we want to see finally. But it's still Seattle. And, and Otani, if he gets in a dominant mode, he will absolutely strike everybody out. He could strike out 10 and four innings anyway. So um, I am all about Otani today. Uh, it makes me like none of the bats on Seattle side. But uh, there's not a lot hitting on the Angels side either. I mean, Rendon, but he's expensive, 4,3200. Uh, Fletcher's been hitting 36 and 27. Taylor Ward has been hitting 
has been their best hitter recently over the last week, 33 and 2,800. Uh, and your boy Keen Wong is 2,500 on both. And uh, But you got to make sure he's in the lineup, obviously, and that's a late start. He should be because it looks like Duggar is going to be starting as a right-handed relief pitcher and then a bullpen game. So I'd imagine Wong gets to start so they don't pull him for a lefty coming in later. But it's going to be straight bullpen. So Wong is a very nice cheap play. I, um, he's been very, very good. I'll keep going to that that well. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's the Shohei show for me. I'm going to take my chances there. Hopefully he's in the lineup. Jared Walsh, all those guys. I'm not huge at stacking up the Angels, but it's a great spot against this Mariners bullpen. So if you want to be a, a little late-night hammer, don't mind that one at all. Speaking of the late night hammer, Chicago at San Francisco, we get Jake Arrieta on the mound versus Scott Casimir. Logan Webb oh got put on God. the I- Logan Webb got put on the IL on Thursday. Casimir right. is making the start the spot start, which means he'll go for maybe three innings, four innings, and it goes to the bullpen. Um, this is the game that you guys can have all the fun in the world if you choose. Because I like attacking Arietta. Giants' offense is good enough. We saw they put up at least seven runs on Tuesday night. Um, and then Scott Casimir, we have the Cubs versus left-handed pitchers, Bryant, Baez, and company. Here's one of your game stacks, folks, and it's a late-night game on a 15-game slate. On those 15-game slates, a lot of average fans want to watch their games, so they play East Coast games early. This game will come in lower owned than it should be. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. That That's very, very true, the East Coast bias. But, yeah, you got to get KB out there. He's expensive, but he's been mashing. 5,800 on both, which is crazy. But uh, uh, I'm, I must have put that. I mean, he's probably 4,800 on, on FanDuel. I must have put that one in wrong. But Baez uh, has been great as well. In fact, I think I just copied the numbers down wrong here on, on, on that slate. But, yeah, Bryant, Baez. And also, you know, on the other side, for your Giants, Solano's been hitting. Uh, he's cheap. Wade has been hitting. Slater. Uh, and your boy Flores, who you you've been, I know you've been picking up him in season long too. Mm-hmm. Your Giants have been hitting too, so this is a stack either side game. Yep, yep, stack it up, enjoy it. You'll get the value here, which is to let you play. Like, yes, Bryant's expensive, bias is expensive, but you can bring it back with like a Duggar, a Wade, a Crawford, whatever. It's cheap. Like you can make this. Patrick Wisdom, he had Thursday off. Um, I wrote him up in the my column elsewhere. Uh, since he's been called up, he has an eighty percent hard hit rate, so yeah. he's crushing everything. So he, he's a, a very affordable piece. Like the Cubs-Giants game, get some. If you want to get some, that's at San, like the West Coast. The <laughs> late-night offense is going to be bananas. People are going to wake up thinking they made thousands of dollars and have nothing when they wake up in the morning. <laughs> um, Mets at the San Diego Padres. Joey Lacassi coming back, making some, some pasta back in San Diego against Blake Snell. Oh, God. I The Mets are so bad, but so is Blake Snell. This is going to kill me, Bogman. Like give me Pete Alonso or give me death, but this is horrible. Like I hate yeah, Blake Snell. This is bad. I can't do it. Uh, you know, Blake Snell, uh, it's just not good enough right now. I can't so, use him either. I can't use him. Yeah, I just don't trust him to go deep enough. He's uh, somewhat expensive. I mean, you know, uh, I would much, much, much rather play Otani than Snell at his price. So, um, look, Lindor hits him. Lindor hasn't been hitting, but he 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 does hit. Um, he does hit Snell here, so uh, you know three for nine with a double against him. But uh, Dom Smith has been hitting; he hit well in that Arizona series. Uh, Jose Peraza has been hitting a little bit, like you said. Pete Alonso, not a lot. You know the bat's pretty cold in San Diego right now. Will Myers and Manny Machado are kind of your only options here. You know, anytime you want to play Cronenworth, I guess it's fine, but uh, not a lot to love in this game. 
uh, overall to me. So I'll stick with some Mets bats, and that's probably it. Tatis had a big game on Thursday, so he's all like, I didn't think he's going to play. He played, went off. We'll see. He, he just keeps. He's a freak, absolute freak. So. I, I take back everything bad I said about him before. I, I was not bad. I just didn't think he was worth the price of admission for the price he had to pay in drafts, and I was very, very wrong. I'll take that that L right there. But, yeah, it's a it's a fun one. 15-game slates, so many ways to go, so much fun. And you know what is so much fun? When you go on iTunes and you give a rating review, a five-star preferably, of the podcast would help us out a ton. And if you'd like to watch us when we make goofy faces or I like – you don't have to mute because I have to cough and stuff. All that fun <laughs> stuff. If you want to check that out, Line Star YouTube channel. Subscribe, thumbs up, all the good stuff there. We'd appreciate that also. But most importantly, after the rating review, that's most important. Most importantly, follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB because every day they tweet out great information. But most importantly, they tweet out the home run calls of the day. Bogman Sports, myself, Ryan Humphreys, we each pick a player. And whoever retweets it, three lucky retweeters will get paired up with each of us. Whoever had Bogman on Thursday got some free mm, swag. Let's get go. some of that. We're going to pick home runs for Friday on a 15 game slate. There's going to probably be carry the two, like 50 home runs tonight. <laughs> let's just have some fun with it. So, like, if I can't get one tonight, like, we got to really reassess things. Maybe I got to pick like a 10 strikeouts like thing. But um, <laughs> Bogman on this Friday, June 4th. Who's your home run call of the day? Give me Chris Bryant against Scott Casimir in his return. Uh, look, I don't think I've picked against your Giants in this contest yet, so you can't scoff at me too much. No, you took We're already my guy. in June. You took oh, I took your guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was mad about. I thought you See, were scoffing. No, I thought you were scoffing you because the... I picked against the Giants. This That's is why hilarious. you watch the YouTube people. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. But yeah, no, give me KB. That's that's going to yes, be my that, guy tonight. That's a great pick. We talked about him on a radio show we just did. He's the, he should be the All Star. <laughs> Our choice at third base like this is too good well for that reason i'm gonna go a different route and i'm gonna take javi Baez, who could be the he, he's there's an argument for him We're as both going against casimir i yes. like it you get scott casimir the only good thing with like it should be cashmere like a led zeppelin song or whatever not casimir because <laughs> it's gonna be rocking all over the ballpark so um go check that out go check line star on twitter at line star app it's gonna be a doozy bogman's got bryant i got Baez. giants will win 10 to 9 it's going to be beautiful, but uh, check Bogman out on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Entrick. Everybody have a fun, safe weekend. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. Good luck. Good luck and have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.